Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake with myself and BBD. We are talking sports, mostly baseball, and a little hint of football at the end. The MLB playoffs are roaring on. Roaring being somewhat of an optimal word because we've got two 2-0 series again. Reminder, four wildcard series, all sweeps. Uh, we had none of the division series go to five games. Do we have one go to four or two go to four? Phillies Braves went to four. They went to four, and the Twins pushed four. And the Twins got that dub against the Houston Astros. That's crazy. We've only seen... It's October 18th, and we've only seen two series where both teams got a win. Mm-hmm. And... Beyond, beyond, like, the grand scheme of series, like, only one game with a seventh inning or later lead change? It's been a tough playoffs. I, You know, if this was clickbait central, I think we could say worst playoffs ever. I won't say that yeah. yet because I, I think there could be a crescendo coming, whether that is the Texas Rangers fin- finishing off Houston and lining up with Philly. That would be a lit World Series. I, since the... I think since episode one of the playoffs, I said the Phillies, or I said the Texas Rangers had potential to be the AL Phillies because they mash up and down their lineup. My Phillies embarrassed the Dimebacks at the party last night. A 2-0 game for a while. Merrill Kelly actually looked pretty good, made two mistakes, and they were both homers. And then the third came, and then the wheels fell off. Um... How about this? I'll do some honest, tough love, and you know that's not my bag. I think it's... <laughs> Snakes fans. Hey, it's me, Jake. Snakes. <laughs> this, was, this was Waking Jake. Why don't we... I'll see you guys next time. Everybody else stay. I mean, it's over. It's... it's um. They're going back to Arizona. Brandon Fott will be on the mound. Brandon Fott had a nice start against the Dodgers, his last start. Um, I think the Phillies are clearly offensively in a different lane right now. Brandon Fott's good start was 4.1 shutty, I believe. Which, again, hey, that's great. Playoff baseball, the kid, you know, decent prospect, getting some awesome experience here. Like, yeah, I'm all about it. I think Brandon Fott could give them a good outing. I said on Talking Baseball... I hope they go opener with one of their lefties. They've got three lefties in their pen. They've all pitched in this series. Go attack Schwarber and Harper. That's your best bet right now with the lefty. Go to Fott. If he can somehow get through the rotation one and a half times, or the lineup one and a half times. We haven't seen Arizona's good bullpen yet, which has been good. You can win game three at home. Why not? It's baseball. Win a game. Score some runs. Their offense has been asleep. Okay, I gave that part of it. The last time I felt this way about a championship series was the Yankees playing the Houston Astros. Uh, We went to that game three. I believe Cole Tucker was in town. Went to Billy's before the game. Was hung over and kind of scared. That was my first time being like a real celebrity. Billy's was crazy. Playoff baseball in the Bronx, Houston... Yankees, I think it was a Saturday day game. You know, talking Yanks had hit new levels. Yankees didn't have any hope in that game. I think they ended up losing like 5-0, something like that. Around there. 
Carpenter got his first hit that game. Mm-hmm. That's the um, game that series I attended. Where it was, we were piecing together, okay, if the Yankees can win game three and they just need this, this, and this to go right and they get an early lead. And you're just in fear of one thing going wrong. And with the Phillies right now, their lineup is horrifying. You cannot make a mistake to Kyle Schwarber. Merrill Kelly had not given up a homer on his changeup all year. Threw another changeup, gave up a long home run. Not like, oh my God, there's the one. Like, oh my God. Bryce Harper is in a different world. Trey Turner, sneaky having the best postseason of all of the Phillies. Hitting above 500, I believe. Uh, Nick Castellanos had five homers and eight at-bats at one point. He's hitting seventh. Uh, we saw Alec Bohm and JT Real Muto get big hits last night. You've seen a Bryson Stock Grand Slam this playoffs. Brandon Marsh with a hit down the line. Sure, they got a platoon going on there. The only guy not hitting is Johan Rojas, and he made the game-saving catch uh, against the Braves. So, if they somehow win game three, which they can, have the big inning, although Ranger Suarez, who will be starting through 21 playoff innings, has like a one ERA. So you've got a playoff pitcher who's proven. And he's like a sinker ball pitcher. So it's, you know, Ranger Suarez, you're going to have to put a rally together. It's not going to be your four-homer Dodgers game, which the Snakes can do. You need to run. You need to get ahead. You need to keep the lead. You need to kick it to your good bullpen, and they need to be really good against a lineup they haven't faced before. Everything I just said and the long-windedness and exhaustion of it, that's just to win game three. They don't have a game four starter. None listed. So, let's continue to dream. Let's get nuts. Let's get tropical. They basically have to go full bullpen day. Full bullpen day to win game four against the Phillies. While... Your best case out of Brandon Fott is about four innings. So you're going to need to use your good bullpen back-to-back days. Probably in higher volume, like within one appearance than than you're usually comfortable with. That's if none of them get knocked around. That's... And that's only like five innings. So now you got to piece together basically another four against... The Philadelphia Phillies, who right now are hitting everything. And in that game, it would probably be Taiwan Walker for them. We'll see if the Phillies do any funny business. They've got Sanchez, too, has been good. They've got some options. Um, game, fi- game four seems real tough. Real tough. Just because you have to bullpen after your half bullpenning against the Phillies, who have been dominating the series. If we can get to game five, it's Gallon versus Wheeler, which I actually don't hate. Wheeler's been awesome, and it's horribly tough, and you're going to struggle through six innings. I still think Zach Gallon could have a revenge game in him in Arizona. So this is now everything I've laid out, a lot of ifs, ands, and buts. This is to get to game five to beat Zach Wheeler, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Zach Gallen, also one of the best pitchers in baseball. He did get hit by this Phillies team, so as much as I think he could have a redemption start, 
He could also not because the Phillies are unconscious right now. His most recent appearance was against these guys, and it didn't go great. And then if Zach Gallen gives you, hey, legacy Ga- Zach Gallen start gives you seven innings against a historic Philly lineup, you still need two more from your bullpen that has just pitched back-to-back days. All of this is to get the series back to Philly, which the place the place is, I was going to say a dumpster fire in an endearing way. Oh, they like that. It's a dumpster fire for opposing teams that the Phillies are as comfortable as can be in. It's it's by far the biggest home field advantage left in in this playoff pool. Like, so as much as I believe in October and I love my snakes and I I hope they surprise me. I do think they can bring it back to Philly. I think a lot of people have written them off. Like a lot of what I'm saying is not. Hot takes at this point. I think most people are leaning towards sweep over everything. Game three. They can get. You're home. A couple hits happen early. It feels like a whole new world. You're not in the dumpster fire. Endearing way. Um, Loudest stadium outside of Venezuela games. Maybe, says Merrill Kelly after the game. Um, I love sports. I love the beauty of sports. I love 30 for 30s. I love the things that sports get made about. I love I love all of it. Like, there's times when I miss pitchers hitting. Just because there used to be some cool sports moments, right? Bartolo's homer. Like, don't get me wrong. It's the bringing back pitchers hitting would be the wrong move for sports. The cool moments are, are far, far, far outweighed. Um you know, it's a moment that was unreal that can only happen in sports. How about the Padres reliever that hit the grand slam off of Scherzer? What was his name? Camarena. Camarena. I mean, that's that's literally unreal. That's literally unreal. And it won't happen again. Which, like, that percent stinks that it's gone. Everything else is better. The Dimebacks are done. And that hurts me to say, because they've welcomed me with open arms. Um, and you know what? I mentioned I was going to put something about the D-backs in an envelope and reveal to you guys. I was never going to get an envelope and write anything in it. That's just a lot of steps. What I was going to tell you was the Diamondbacks had big team that loses the World Series energy. Just like, wow, we got here. This is crazy. Paul Seawald on the back end. Nice. We're This is nuts. We're sick. And then World Series comes and it's like, oh, shit. Um, I think they're kind of getting that now. Because uh, the Phillies, at this point, it doesn't feel like they need much to go right. It feels like there's two guys in their line. How many of the past couple games have they had multiple guys homer? Hmm. Schwarber had a multi-homer game. Harper had a multi-homer game. Trey Turner, Castellanos has had a multi-homer game. Uh, doing some quick double math. I'm like, in that streak, there had to be two in one game, right? The only game they lost was to the Braves, and it took Austin Riley heroics and then Michael Harris two heroics. And the Braves were nasty. Still are. Out. Someone gave us a live super chat last night and said, hey, between innings, tell us what the Braves should do this offseason. Add some pitching. 
which you could say for all 30 MLB teams this offseason. 30 teams could use more depth. All 30 teams will have the same game plan to add more pitching. In their lineup, the only thing you can really change is Arcia. Like, if you're being really real, Ozuna hit 40 homers. Um... There's a there's a potential left field. You can pivot. upgrade left field and try to make the perfect lineup, and they probably will, right? Like that's that's it. Although left field's not a big thing. Do they get in Bellinger? That'd be funny. Um, it's not like the Braves struck any of us this year as a team that like needed the vibe switch. So there's some teams where it's just like you just need a, a new piece in there. Maybe in a year we feel that way, but huh. they feel. Good oh. right now. The Phillies are a problem, and I think they're going to the World Series, and most of you are nodding your head listening to this and saying, yeah, why are you even still talking about it? It's probably a 2% of you that are like, I, I hope these snakes prove Jake wrong. I hope so too. But um, it's going to be really hard to even bring this series back to Philly, which would be two games in a nut house with their pitching and hitting and everything lined up. So, uh, hey, Snakes, I'd love to be wrong, but I think that's Jover. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. In the other series, now this is the risky YouTube podcast conversation series because we could have the same thing. In Texas, the Texas Rangers are up 2-0. Every kind word I've said about the Mariners, and I like them as the second-best team in the AL to the Astros this year because they've seen the Astros through the years. They were building all their young talent. They built up this team for this. They end up missing the playoffs on the last week of the season. The Texas Rangers have arrived. They have all of that. They just won two games in Houston against Verlander and Framber. Our key coming into the series was they were going to have to really get to one of them. Framber's out in 2.2, something like that, 2.1. Uh, Christian Javier comes in this game. He had a bad season. He had a good playoff start, which if you saw Aaron Nola, maybe similar, different comp there. Not a great regular season, but a guy you probably believe in the playoffs. Against Mad Max Scherzer. Scherzer's coming back. Uh, we'll see how many pitches he's up to. I think in his bullpen he threw 60. In a real-life game, you're probably looking 50. If they could get him one and a half times through the lineup, I think that would be ideal. If he's struggling, it might just be once through, and I don't think we've seen uh, like handsome hot boy Dane Dunning yet in this series. I don't think we've seen Martin Perez. Like they'll, uh, Heen Dog, always ready to go. Bochi has a plan. You heard that before? Um, they're up at Globe Life. Uh, these will be... These will be the second... The Rangers postseason run. Uh, this will be their second 
playoff game in Globe Life. They had one versus the Orioles to clinch it. Um, against Houston, I think that place is going to have the rowdy knob going. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. They're about to tie us in playoff games attended at Globe Life. Yeah. Um, this is, I mentioned this to you guys the other day, and I totally lied. Uh, I told you guys I was going to do a happiness hedge. Or actually, this was two episodes ago. I said I was going to bet uh, the Braves because I wanted the Phillies to win because I didn't want to do a live stream last Saturday. Lived, panicked right after we stopped recording. I just thought the Phillies were better. Bet the Phillies. They won. Awesome. Electric. Win-win. Tonight, I'm just being real with the people. Company-wise, our numbers, our shirt sales do better if it's not Houston. That's If you don't know why, I can't explain to you at this point. There's some people in Houston that will never be John Boy Media fans. And I, whatever. Live your life. Would love a chance, but... Let us into your heart one day. Um, I am full going happiness hedge tonight. And if you believe in sports, if you believe in funny business sports, I'm not even going to say that. The only chance at a series is Houston, Texas. Sounds funny because those are the same things. Hmm. Um, The Astros, you obviously know their playoff pedigree. By the way, little instant flashback. Even if they do lose tonight, which if they go down 3-0, it is over. Like, that's, it is over. So I'm going to bet Houston, because A, I think they've got a really good chance to win and make this a series. B, if they don't, in a way that lines up good stuff for the company. So there's my happiness hedge that I've been talking about. It's kind of my new favorite way to gamble. If you end up happy on either way, that's kind of the goal. Um... Houston, 2020 season, do you remember what they did in the next round of the playoffs in the championship series, David? Uh, I, I know they ultimately did not win it. They were down 3-0 to Tampa, and they came oh, back. Game uh, seven. Remember? That was scary. Any team was going to do it. Uh, so, in a way, they won't be out if they lose tonight. Um. Max Scherzer, circle that. Like, if he gives them 3.1 shutty, if he gives them 4 shutty, I think it's over. I think there's a chance they jump Scherzer. Scherzer hasn't been great this year. Uh, Scherzer hasn't pitched in a while. The Houston Astros get the chance to be the team that jumps up on top early, and it'll be Altuve. It'll be the top of that lineup. Jordan. Jordan versus Scherzer. Right now, that's a mismatch Big time for Jordan. If Scherzer survives that first time through, it might be Texas forever, my friend. And the other thing that would be funny with the baseball gods and their scheduling, World Series doesn't start till next Friday. It's Wednesday. Texas has a chance to go up 3-0 tonight. Philly has a chance to go up 3-0 tomorrow. In October, the time where baseball should constantly be dominating... There's a chance that there could be a week before the World Series without any baseball. And hasn't it feel like we've talked about this before? Like, what are we doing with some of the wild card game times? There was a gap between the wild card and the DS. Like, baseball, let's 
Let's figure this out just a little more. Just a little more. Um, I think they're just living so scared of football. And hey, I don't know the numbers. Um, but I do know the Arizona Diamondbacks home playoff game in the CS right now would be 2 o'clock Arizona time on a Friday. So don't get me wrong. I think we're going to put butts in the seats. Tickets prices are down a little bit because I think everyone's living in fear. But, and I actually don't mind the cheaper ticket prices. I think that brings in some of the people. That might bring in some of the rowdy crowd. Give me some college kids. That's ideal. Give me some college kids. Give me some people cutting out of work. I think it'll be a little bit of a scene there. But there is just something totally different to the lights being on at night and it not. Um, And whether that's adult beverages already consumed, whether that's just a feeling, I don't know. Chris Rose mentioned it when he talked about the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby. He said, go to a Home Run Derby at night when the lights are on. feels totally different. I said, wow, Chris Rose, you have a lot of knowledge in there. Uh, Happiness Hedge. I'll be on the Houston Astros to win big tonight. Um, And if Texas does, you're probably looking at a Texas Rangers-Phillies World Series, which I mentioned. Could you say this is the worst playoffs in a long time? I think so. Currently, let's see what Houston has. Never rule them out. Texas-Philly has a chance to be, like, future of baseball. Like, eight of the guys in your lineup can hit. You've got enough pitching to make it work. You've got aggressive managers trying to figure it out. Texas, the upstart team that's paid a billion dollars in players the past couple years. Philly... Kind of your more traditional sports story you want to root for. Like, went there last year and lost. Let's do it again. Like, in sports, we always love that. Like, when you get close to the taste and you don't get there, so then you just lock in that little extra more and do get there. We love that. Philly has that. Let's see what happens tonight. Um, Speaking of gambling a little bit, against the spread league that we've been doing at John Boy Media. Uh, If you don't know this one yet, I I enthuse you to stay with me. I have a perfect record going in the Against the Spread League. If you have no idea, DraftKings, there's five of us. We each make one pick a week. Uh, We rotate who picks first every time. It's almost like a rotating priority draft. Last week, I took the Raiders minus three. If any of you watched that game, uh, Jimmy G leaves the game hurt. Here comes Brian Hoyer against the Pats. Um, Patriots have a drive late. They score the touchdown. It's 19-17. Looks like that's going to be ball game for me. Uh, looks like they might even kick it back to the Patriots. You know, we'll see what happens. They do end up kicking it back to the Patriots. Mac Jones safety. Minus two to minus four, an incredible win to keep my record at 6-0, and undefeated, perfect season, uh, really impossible. I'm about to make my against the spread pick. I went back to the bottom of the pecking order. So far, right now, Justin Pennick took the Jaguars uh, plus one over the Saints. That's the Thursday night football game, may not watch. Um, the Browns. Dan Canobio picked them, and I think that's going to end his winless streak. 
Brown's defense is sneaky doing historic stuff, uh, and they are facing the Colts with Gardner Minshew at quarterback. Really like that pick for Dan. I think he gets off the schneid. Bobby Skinner just picked the Buffalo Bills. Um, who are they playing? They're playing the Patriots. Yikes. Uh, I'm waiting for Trevor Plouffe to pick, so that will dictate mine. Uh, but make sure you go check out the tweet and go check out DraftKings where... Uh, with football or the baseball playoffs right now, you bet $5 on baseball and you will get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BAKERS. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BAKERS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. CDKNG.co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. I will give you my three games to watch this weekend in football. We're entering like prime bye week season. Cincinnati, Dallas, Tennessee, New York Jets, Carolina and Houston are on the bye. Your fantasy lineup may be feeling it. I know mine was this week for the first time. Oh, yeah. uh, currently looking at the free agent pool, debating if Rashid Shahid is worth the start. Um, it's starting to get to the depths pretty quickly in fantasy world. The three games I think you need to watch this weekend. Get ready for... I've actually got a time slate for all of you. I mentioned Jacksonville, New Orleans Thursday. I don't know. Do, do what you want with your Thursday night. On Sunday, Vegas and the Bears. Not really. Cleveland and Indy. Kind of told you what I feel about that. Buffalo, New England. Nope. Washington and New York might be ugly and beautiful for all the wrong reasons. Same with Atlanta, Tampa. Your 1 o'clock game that I think is a winner, the Detroit Lions, who I have elevated to that next tier of football teams. They're 5-1. and one. Reminder, they've won at Kansas City. Their only losses to the Seahawks in overtime, which I don't hate the Seahawks, and you know that. They are playing the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are 4-2. and two. How about it? Uh, Steelers lost stinks, but that's a divisional bullshit game that actually has college football vibes that it could go either way anytime. Uh, they also lost to the Colts, which that one looks bizarre in hindsight. I don't know, man. It feels like the Ravens play to their opponents and hosting the five and one lions at home. Feels like it could be time for that Lamar game we've been waiting for, or Detroit just cements themselves more. If I had to guess, I would actually go Detroit. Baltimore, the past couple years, it feels like they haven't done anything reassuring or they blow leads late. Like It, it just has felt like something's missing. I hope Baltimore can show up this weekend and maybe Lamar puts on a big-time show. I also think, did they come back from London? That's tough. They just played the Titans in London. I hate that for them. Um, so... Leaning Lions. See if it gets to me in the against the spread game. But for the 1 o'clock, that's honestly your biggest winner. And I don't know if that's a compliment to Lions-Ravens or if we're getting into a thin week of football. The better news. 
Steelers, Rams, no thank you. Arizona, Seattle, not really. Green Bay, Denver, nope. But we finish up with two beauties. The Los Angeles Chargers are at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chargers, another team that it feels like they play to their opposition. Uh, If you know where I currently stand with Brandon Staley, I don't feel good about this game for the Chargers. They're another team, like the Ravens, I feel like they play to the other team's uh, level of play. It's kind of funny looking at them now. They lost week one 36-34 to the Dolphins, who are doing historic things. And I think I teed you guys up for that one, being like, I, I think I know how that ends on the final drive. They lost at the Titans. That one doesn't feel so good right now. Tennessee not doing much. Their wins are against the Vikings and the Raiders. Those are two pretty rough teams. And then they lost to the Cowboys in what's seemingly just Charger fashion, right? Like they had three first and goals, and it they just never got the touchdown. I saw a stat today that Brandon Staley's defense this year on third and 11 plus, other teams are 8 for 12. Third and 11 plus, the other team is 8 for 12. Some of the plays they called up in the red zone just seemed atrocious. The internet was getting mad at me for not attacking Herbert. You know I'm a Herbert guy. Well, I guess that's kind of my stance, right? Like, I'm in on Herbert, I'm not in on Staley. I think Herbert might be doing some things in spite of Staley. Could I be wrong? Yeah, sure. Maybe we find out at some point. Uh, And maybe it turns out there are some Herbert things in there. When he's right, it's the prettiest thing to watch. He won me over tough guy-wise when he had that one game where his rib just, like, was out. And he made amazing throws. They play the Chiefs. If they can play up and have that Chargers game that gets us all salivating, which I think they can, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, as the Chiefs traded back for, uh, who's that, uh, McCole Hardman. They traded back for McCole Hardman to help their wide receiver core, which some of my buddies were making jokes about because they were saying, like, was McCole Hardman even good for the Chiefs? They're bringing him back. <laughs> um, knows the system, and their wide receiving core right now is pretty bizarro world. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. Um Hopefully that game can provide the potential 41 to 35 fireworks that we're looking for in an NFL game. Your nightcap and the third game to watch. So leave Sunday afternoon free. The Miami Dolphins are at the Philadelphia Eagles. Boogity, boogity, boogity. The Dolphins, who are doing historic offensive things, 37 points a game, greatest show on turf, etc., etc., etc. They are facing the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly, coming off their first loss. Uh, The New York Jets took them down in New York. Philly had control of that game, 14-3, shutout in the second half. Hurts has not looked like the Jalen Hurts from last year. I think he has seven interceptions this year, and I think that's what he had all of last year. Uh, they're wondering if it's pressure. They're wondering if it, there's a new play caller in Philly. Uh, could be a lot of things, right? Could have just been a, I don't want to say a sleepwalk game against the Jets because um, the Jets do have a potentially great defense. Um, something's up, and it doesn't feel the same. Hey, 
maybe they're waiting for this Dolphins game. Maybe they looked at the schedule and said, we want them. Like, we are one of the top-tier NFL teams. The Dolphins have joined that party. Let's see. I think the interesting thing on the other side of the ball, the Dolphins, uh, the one game they lost to the Bills, uh, the Bills were pressuring Tua all day. The Eagles can do that, uh, especially interior rush. So, we've got the Eagles coming off a loss. Their offense hasn't been clicking at home in Philly versus the Miami Dolphins, who their offense only knows how to click. The one game they lost, it feels like the Eagles have the game plan to throw that at them. For Sunday night football, that's kind of as good as you're going to get at this point of the season. Uh, Gun to my head? I'll go Eagles. Coming off of a loss, getting in their face all week. Sirianni in Philly is really tough. And I think they will be able to get enough pressure on Tua uh, to make them make the mistakes. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, anything else for football? I guess I need to make my against the spread lock. You're going to have to go check out the tweet in a minute because I got to see what's available. So, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Monday could be a World Series preview. Could be very interesting. Wow. God, October goes by quick, huh? What's that? Slow than fast. That's what they like, I've heard. Excuse me? Well, no. Thank you, guys. Subscribe. Bake it.